Welcome back to yet another episode of the Big Asp Cornhole Podcast, brought to you by your favorite assholes. I'm Sean, and my partner in crime is Dane. What's going on, man? How's it going, everybody? Dude, it's episode four already. It's kind of crazy, I know, right? Oh, it is crazy. It's definitely flying by, but we're you know we're having a good time doing it. We're a month in. Well, before we get into it, Dane, you looked um, you looked pretty thirsty. So let's go ahead and, as we always do, kind of just uh, give us a breakdown of what we're drinking tonight. So we are sipping on some Elvis juice tonight. Ooh. Mm. And uh, no, that is not a strange bodily fluid from the king himself. That is actually a delicious grapefruit-infused IPA from our friends at BrewDog Brewery. It's out in the Seabus area, so Columbus, shout out. And, uh, it's got a unique taste. It is. It's really good, it's man. Good stuff. I, I, I love those citrus IPAs, man. They, they knock this one out of the park. For sure, for sure. So Elvis Juice, give it a try. All right, so uh, we have a great episode planned for you all today. Uh, we're going to discuss what we think of as in quotations, cornhole etiquette, Indeed. and um, we found ourselves in a little bit of like a different situation last week, so we're going to discuss that. Um, and then at the end of the episode, we're going to be joined by a Dragon Bags rep and cornhole enthusiast. His name is Reggie Rikes out of Iowa. We're going to learn a little bit about what brought him into the game and why he feels Dragon Bags are the best bags in the game right now. But first, Dane. Yes. Over the weekend. Indeed. Goddamn Ultra. They they fucking did it again, man. You know, honestly, last Dude, they're, episode they're... I forgot that I ordered these fucking things because it was so late night, and I think I had one eye open, and boom, I got fucking white widows, and they look incredible. They, they are a cool bag. So it just it, they are they are like one of the best looking bags out there right now. Yeah. I think just first glance, you've got to throw them today, correct? Yeah, a little bit. Little so just bit. give us just a little easy breakdown on the widows. I know they're like pretty much the hottest bag on the market right now. So just what your what were your thoughts? How do they compare to the Vipers? All that. I mean, definitely, definitely a little slower than the Vipers. Um, you know, they uh, they have those dots on the one side. It's basically like a, like a carpet esque material on the whole bag. Um, I was I was loving both sides of them. They definitely hit and flatten out. They stay true to your throw, so you don't get that little uh, kick left and right sometimes if you don't have a perfectly flat bag. And I'm telling you what, once these bad boys are broken in, like they're money. They I know some people have been making comments about. That they thought they felt stiff. I don't think that they feel I all that stiff. Yeah. I mean, stiffer to than Vipers, but it's yeah. a different material. But they feel very similar. I'll be interested to see, again, if they flatten out nice when you throw them on that slow side. And I know they're supposed to be a slower overall bag. Yeah. Um, but once they get broken in, I mean, they look like they're going to be really hole-friendly. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was. I was getting some to slink in already. And, like, I have not done any tricks to it or anything. Like, these are fresh out of the bags. Uh, started throwing them. So if you guys are looking for... You know, forgiving bag. Maybe uh, check out the widows. I mean, it plays. I think it plays well for any style out there. And along with the uh, the widow bags, ultra struck again. That they did, and they got. I you, was uh, I was at the mall with my wife and my daughter, having a lovely afternoon. Okay, it was like four thirty, five o'clock. My daughter started getting a little cranky. She's ready for some food, so dad goes to the rescue, goes to order some food. So I'm waiting for the food to get there. You know. High school kids behind the counter, taking forever. So I happen just innocently enough, I open up my Facebook app, right? Just just check out, see what's going on in the world. And the first freaking post I see is from Ultra Cornhole. <laughs> and that they are limited edition Viper bags, the teal colors available. Dean, I think I blacked out. I mean, Before I knew it, I had an email saying that I had ordered a set of these bags. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I mean, it happened so fast. I mean, I didn't even think about it. I mean, that's when you know it's pure addiction. Oh, yeah. When you don't even think about the ramifications, you're like, I just need just to have order, it. Order, order now. I mean, it was seriously Give like candy in front of a fat kid, which I do know about. <laughs> yes. But seriously, yes, it was I. candy in front of a fat kid. I ordered the bags before I knew it. 
and now I'm really excited because I've been trying to get another set of Vipers because they're my go-to bag. I'm glad that you got the Widows. I'm really excited to get the Vipers now. Um, my wife's going to kill me again when she finds out, but I think it's going to be worth it. I mean, I, it's your it's your go-to bag. Why not have two sets of them? <laughs> uh, that's, that's how I see it. And, you know, worst-case scenario, you could probably sell those bad boys for, like, 250 now on uh online yeah if nothing else i mean i guess it is i mean it'll be an investment or something maybe my daughter can go to college it's now. an investment in your cornhole future man all right yeah, that's gonna what... help you win tournaments just <laughs> it that way we'll go with that but no i am excited um they kind of just snuck it in there they didn't make a big release and i'm wondering if that was just so they avoided the big server crash when they announced and they had this big countdown i was just happy i happened somebody was looking out for me yeah. all right I'm Catholic. I believe that maybe God was looking out for me a little bit. Thank you, Jesus. Um, told me to find Facebook, and uh, before we know it, I have a new set of bags coming my way, and I'm super excited. Yeah, so. I mean, hey, I think it's, uh, I think that's kind of the the smart way to do it from Ultra. You know, maybe you guys just start sneaking them in there because, you know, we're on Facebook an awful lot, you know, with the <laughs> podcast and, and you know, supporting everything. So. Maybe we can luck out more often than not. For sure. So since our last episode, I've only thrown once. Um, I went to Eric Anderson's Friday Night Blind Draw. He does like a weekly blind, uh, blind draw here in like the Cleveland area. So I went out. Um, I went out there not... I didn't really care how I played that night. I went out with one goal. We had talked last episode about Kill Shots 357s. I really wanted to get those bags broken in. So yeah. I just wanted to throw a few games with them. So I didn't care who I was partnered with. So I thought your goal was how many beers could you finish before the end of the tournament. Well, I mean, that's always the Fair case. Enough. So I, I wanted to throw the 357s. I wanted to break them in. So I really didn't care who I was paired with or necessarily how many games I won or whatever. I wanted just to break them in. So I wanted whoever I played with to kind of just agree that, hey, we can play the 357s. Lucky for me, I was paired with one of my favorite cornhole humans ever, Lawan Richards. Shout out to you, Lawan. Yes, I love playing with you. You're one of the best dudes around. It was actually we were actually handed our first loss as partners. So me and Lawan, prior to this, were three and zero. We had been teamed up together at team night and ran some shit. Um, I, I think we went one and two or two and two, something like that. But you know, I always have a good time. He's real super chilled. Um, he was real cool about using new bags, and we we're both kind of, you know, critiquing ourselves with them. But all in all, you know, I think yeah. he, we we like the bags all in all. So they're solid. Definitely so again, shout just, out to three fifty seven. Yeah, the uh, the kill shots are they're really nice bags. Yeah, and Lamont's just one of those guys that's in it to grow the sport, and like he's a great partner to have. So for sure, for good sure, good on you, Lawan. So sadly, I could not make it to that dance fundraiser. But just seeing yeah, what Cleveland, just seeing what Cleveland Cornhole posted, looked like it was a great turnout. Absolutely. I'm glad it went well. Dave Weiser always runs a phenomenal yeah, tournament, so can't go wrong. Yeah, for sure. So I'm happy that all went well. So um, before we bring Reggie on, there's a few, I guess, cornhole hot topics that we wanted to bring up. Okay, the first thing I wanted to bring up is this idea of cornhole etiquette. All right, yes. so Dean, if I'm if I'm sitting in with you, okay, yeah. here in a basement, which we are right now. Yes, we are. If I say cornhole etiquette. What do you think of? You know, to me, like, growing up with golf, I think of golf etiquette kind of the same way to cornhole, you know? It's just little things. Like, you know, you don't you don't want to talk when someone's throwing. You know, you give them, give them that kind of respect. It's, it is a mutual respect type deal. And stuff like walking down, like, uh, if you're playing singles before they finish throwing. Um, you know, having, like, like shouting out to your partner. Ran, like, you know, I, I think there's there's a million ways you could take it. But, I mean, I really think uh, when it comes down to it, it's basically just having a mutual respect between players when you're standing on the other side of the board. And, you know, like, shaking the guy's hand after Absolutely, the match, no yeah. matter how pissed off you are or however the match went, you know, shake the guy's hand, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I think overall it just comes down to being, like, don't be a douchebag. It, it, it certainly does. I mean, uh, 
and you know sometimes uh, people can't avoid that but for the most okay. part though like we've said a thousand times on the show everyone here that we've played against seems to be really cool so we don't really find ourselves getting into that too much but cornhole etiquette it's just the one thing that i struggle with sometimes is that especially in our monday uh monday night league there's a few people that are just they're talkers yes i don't know how to go about telling them see i'm one of them though I don't want to talk to you. I like to chit-chat with the other person, you know, lull them into a false sense of security, and then, you know, graciously accept their ass-whooping that like, they give I, me. I'm okay if they want to talk a little bit, right? I'm fine. But I don't want you to talk my ear off the entire game. Like, I I want to focus a little bit. I hate to lose. So, just, I, I, and I don't want to be the, the, the idiot or the douchebag that says, hey, dude, shut the hell up. Like, I don't want to talk to you right now. I, so I just I I find myself I have a hard time learning how to deal with that. There are some people now. If I'm playing against a friend or something, we'll yuck it up and everything. But in the league, especially yeah. in this new division, I don't really want to talk to people. <laughs> I'm pretty serious when I play, and I I, I don't. He's cutthroat when it comes to a court. little bit. I just I'm just super competitive. So, um, but yeah, I always just uh, I always find myself in that weird situation. I never know quite how to handle it. Yeah, you know I, I'm I'm guilty of always doing the uh, the half-hearted like commending of another player's good shot yeah. you know they hit a shot and like they drag three <laughs> bags and i'm like oh yeah good shot yeah, yeah. sweet like, good, good fist shot. bump yeah. yeah and then just go limp wrist on it or they're like oh yeah i never uh, i've never hit that shot before i'm like oh sweet yeah. thanks for doing yeah, thanks it for now your, your first time right yeah, in front of sure. my eyes or i've been throwing i've been playing like crap all night and then you four yeah. bag me four rounds in a row i'm like yeah i believe that mm-hmm. like you're sure okay sure. sweet Anyways, all right, so I wanted to bring up a scenario that happened to us <sighs> on the Monday League. All right, um, we were playing a team that I think we've never played them while they were partners, but we've played them each yeah, separately with other people. Yeah. They're both very good players. Yes, they are. That was probably the best game we've played together in a long time. We yeah, we ended we up nice smoking round. them, and yeah. we played really, really well. But we were up. We were scoring. I was scoring in bunches, and which would happen all game. Yeah, we were, we were rolling through it. And then all of a sudden, I gave up. I think I gave up a point. Yeah, it was right? just one point. But all game we had been up. Like we, I had been scoring consistently. So you were just used yeah. to having first bag. Now I'll give it to you. The, you. the guy that you're throwing against, he tends to pause a little bit. He okay? does. Yeah. So I can get why you might have just chucked that bag down. But and you, you know just me, got I'm up. A, I'm a tempo thrower. Correct. So you I stepped up. You gunned it. And as soon as you threw the bag and it landed on the board, I scooped it up. Mm-hmm. And you gave me this look like what? And then you just kind of put your head down. In that situation. They didn't say anything. I'm not gonna say. I'm not hey, you right away that I eat that bag. Yeah, I, and and I didn't know what to do. Like, I I mean, do you ask them? Like, do you want us to eat the bag or do we get the bag back? They didn't say anything. We kind of just accepted it as a loss. We still won the match. It wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But what are your what are your overall thoughts? So if somebody did that to us, right? What is your initial gut feeling? What are you gonna do? I mean, I say like if it's for if it's for points or like any kind of like actual tournament i'm saying you lose that back like so what do you what do you mean like you mean like regional tournaments like big money tournaments or are you talking like yeah i mean i would think like you know fundraiser i'd give it back something like that but i'm I'm talking like yeah regional conference anything like that i'm sorry but you fudged up and honestly even in league because we're there every monday i fucked up you know i I knew that i wasn't getting that bag back that's true so i just i figured i was just gonna eat it you know we're already winning i personally though i blame you for losing first toss. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't really see this as my fault, but that's for a later discussion. Maybe <laughs> off the mic. For sure. Um, 
No, it was it, it was just weird. I think that was the first time we've ever done that. Yeah. Um, and then luckily, I I I'm not tooting my own horn here, but I did know the rule that you had to let him throw two bags because the you're the guy that you were throwing against threw down, and then you were ready to chuck another bag. Yeah. I'm like, dude, pump the brakes here. He's got to throw two bags. Let him catch up, and then we were going, and then. We ended up scoring a point that round. We just sure want to point did. that out. So yes, we sure did. We still ended up scoring yep, a point. I, I put so, all but three I just in I thought I it was an interesting scenario. So I posted this poll on Facebook, and it ended up getting about 200 responses, and it was a 55-45 split. So it was pretty close. Which I was actually surprised. Me was, too. Yeah, I mean, so, with all the pros out there like voting on it and stuff, I really thought it was going to be. You don't get that back back. Correct. I thought it was going to be much higher than that. So it was a 55 percent of people said, no, they lose that bag, tough shit. Yeah. 45% of the people were like, eh, give it back to them, doesn't matter. Now, a lot of questions were coming up. It's like, well, are we talking about big tournament or backyard game? And I was just replying, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's what makes the question great. That's yeah. what I wanted to know. Like, So that's why I wanted people to respond and kind of let us know. And the overwhelming you know, thought was exactly what you're saying. If yeah. it's a regional tournament, national, something big like that, you lose that bag tough. There were some people that said, no matter what, no, you lose that bag, you know the rules, yeah. tough shit. I think my favorite comment was somebody went up there and said, they can have the bag back unless they're unless they're a huge douchebag, and then uh, then they lose the bag. So I'm like, <laughs> I thought that was pretty Fair great. Hey. I thought that was really great. So um, it's to the other team's discretion. For sure. I mean. Now, one of the things, well, I, saw, I saw a comment a little bit ago, he had mentioned, let's say we reverse it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say the guy you were throwing... You're supposed to have first toss, but you see him, and he's about to throw the bag. Do you stop him, or do you just step back and hey, he's gonna hey, if he wants to throw the bag, throw the bag? I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like if I'm... you see him and you know you have time to be like, hey, dude, dude, it's it's my first toss. Just I'm um, you know, yeah. just hold on a second. I think it all depends on what's going on in the game. You know, if we're if we're up big, you know, like. I'll just be like... Or if it's a team that you feel pretty comfortable beating. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'll just be like, hey, man, it's it's my toss. But, no, I mean, I think more often than not, though, I would just kind of wait back and see what happens. I For mean, sure. I, I think that you have to feel out the scenario. Honestly, it's always something that's in my mind. I still can't believe that I did it when it happened. I but, mean, like you said, we were rolling that game. Yeah. I mean, you had first toss primarily, and we both did. I mean, I think the final score was like 21-2 or something like that. So we were really rolling that game. But I just found it was a really interesting scenario, and it was just a bunch of different... Um, opinions out there now what about if you were a younger player up and coming guy all right let's say you're in either like intermediate or like that social division that they talk about what if you're in there do you if you're playing against other social players and you yourself consider yourself a social player are do you just you still same rules apply like tough crap like i, mean, I think that's how bag. you learn man i, 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 I really think that's how you learn you got to start you got to start at that lowest amount because it is something that you always got to have in the back of your back of your mind yeah I mean, especially in those lower divisions, because not one team's usually consistently scoring. You know, they're, like, going back and forth a little bit more. So I feel like it is, like, especially in the lower divisions, they should kind of adhere to the rule of losing the bag. Yeah, I think, it, for me, it depends on, are you there to have fun or not? Like, you know, I, I'm always, I always want to have fun when I'm playing, okay? That's, that's I, I don't want that to come across wrong. If I'm at a regional tournament and I'm, you know, and I want to do well just because I want to kind of test my skill and see if the work we're putting into this, if we're getting something out of it, I'm not letting them get that bag back. I don't care what the score is, where we're at, beer bracket not. Like, I don't want to lose, so yeah, I'm going to totally win. Agree. Now, if this is a fundraiser tournament, uh, Friday night blind draw where, I mean, I'm, I might win like 50 bucks or something. Like, I if, if you want the bag back, 
have yeah, the bag back. Bag you know what I mean? Back. If they're going to make a big deal of it, have the bag back. It doesn't really bother me, whatever. But yeah. um, At the end of the day, one bag's not going to make you lose most of the time. I mean, it, it how, shouldn't. how often does that happen that it one bag like changes the whole outcourse of a game? So For sure. I mean, unless it's 2020, and then, I yeah. mean, that's that's when you... I mean, that's the bag that we just leave shorter off to the left of the board, and correct. then just end up losing anyway. Yeah, correct. So. And I think you made a comment on Facebook, too, that, like, that <laughs> <laughs> you you might be the gentleman and just chuck the bag off the side anyways, yeah. but not on purpose. Yeah, you might just actually purpose. miss I'll it. Just, I'll just miss it. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was an interesting thing that doesn't happen to us all the time, and I was interested to get other people's uh, opinions. So if you uh, responded to any of our posts on Facebook, thank you. Uh, it gave us a few talking points, and I Absolutely, do appreciate yeah. it. And uh, we're going to try to do that weekly, try to throw up different polls and just get um, get your guys' feedback and get an idea, like a sense or a feel among the community on uh, if you guys, if your beliefs are kind of the same as what we're feeling. Um, so are we coming up? Um we have the Monday League coming up on Monday. Yes. Um, we're looking to keep things rolling. Indeed. Currently, we're in third place. I was hey, very happy I'm, after I'm week surprised one. surprised with that. I mean, yeah. I thought, you know, I'll take it's, it. I think it's a really competitive league, though. I think yeah. that's what it is. I mean, I think that... I figure we'll, we'll shuffle around. I mean, you know, we're yeah. going to have one of those weeks where we, you know, Correct. only win two, maybe even just one. For sure. Um, maybe break in those sweet widows a little bit. Maybe, yeah, can, maybe uh, the 357. let them ride. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to throw them as much as I can before then. So. Maybe try to play a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, um, honestly, I think they they probably play pretty similar. I'm, I'm still waiting on my Infernos to arrive, despite my th- thought that they were going to be here in Cleveland by now. Oh, uh, hey, the, if they show the shipping up, though, label I know. has been printed. <laughs> it's been created. Okay, so it is, <laughs> it's in the works, For sure. if you will. For sure. Um but yeah, so I mean, we have a pretty nice bag arsenal now. Good speeds, do, yeah. a little bit of everything. So we'll have a lot to choose from now. I think that was uh, one of the things that we had to build up a little bit is that we and when we first started, we didn't have a different bag for every condition. Yeah, you know if the boards are really fast, if it's humid outside. But now we pretty much have a bag that covers everything. We need to be better at deciding what bags to play with. That we both feel comfortable with, that are best for the situation that you know that the boards are giving us that day. And you know, I was actually thinking about that same thing um, just this past weekend. Just, you know, just kind of going over our cornhole prowess, if you will, and you know, I, it it keeps dawning on me that dude, we've only been doing this for like a year. not even a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, you know, I feel like this is only start- our second league that we're in. Yeah, we're starting. We're starting. Or third. To, I'm yeah, sorry, this is our third, third league. Yeah. yeah. But you know we're starting to we're starting to get it a little bit more. I feel we are. like you know, yeah, really being able to hone in on you know, and I know some people are like you just you keep one bag and you throw one bag. That's not my style. No, no, no. I don't like to change. I would rather change my bag than my throw. That's Dude, how I, I, I have it. a problem. Like I like I like buying bags. I like trying out different <laughs> stuff because you never know. Maybe I just haven't found the one for me. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like I I think I I like certain bags, but. I keep finding other ones that I'm like, oh, these are really nice too, and Cornhold these are well. If and... you guys are listening to this right now, can you guys start a support group called Cornhole Addicts Anonymous for Sean? Yes, please. He'll be the first member, I'm sure. One There's of plenty. Listen, plenty I've seen I've seen the people's there. posts. Okay, I think I have a decent collection. If my wife ever gives me shit, I'm pulling up some of your guys' pictures yeah, and showing them that. And be like, I'm not crap. that bad. Yeah. I mean, some of these people's like their the collection is pretty freaking impressive. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, um. This Saturday, so we have the thing on. Uh, we have our weekly, uh, weekly Monday league. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Um, but then Saturday, January twenty fifth. Yes, I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely gonna make it. Okay. I know you're here. Uh, maybe if you, I'm hoping, dude. I'm really hoping. So our buddy that we mentioned last episode, Isom Sloan, is hosting the Hitmen Cornhole Tournament. Oh yeah. Um. So it is at the Bridge Bar and Grill in Willard, Ohio. 
Um, doors open at 3. Tourney starts at 5.30. It's a bring-your-own-partner um, I don't think there's any limitations on who can partner up. I mean, I didn't see any limitations posted, so I'm sure there's going to be some banger teams out dude, there. There's going to be some serious talent yeah, out there. He's in Southern Ohio, and way. there's some phenomenal it's, players it's like out Western there. Ohio. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's real. I mean, there's some really really good players oh, yeah. out there. And I just was checking the list of people who were confirmed going, and there's some really good players like, yeah. going out there. If nothing else. It's just gonna be. It would be fun to watch some of these guys play, and yeah. just to say that you got to play against some of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I'm hoping I can give you confirmation by tomorrow if I can go. Well, um, you just let me know, man. I just but, uh, if you can't, you know, Cody Lee. I'm sure you're listening to this. <laughs> I, I I shot you a message. If you don't have a partner, get at me. All right, we'll we'll run some shit. I just got my widows in, so you know we can even throw the widows. <laughs> For sure. He's already trying to toss me to the side, so I'm going to try not to Never. take offense to that. We always have Monday League, Sean. Oh, so um, this was kind of exciting. I don't know if you saw. So right before I came over here today, um, the ACL oh, I did has that, signed yeah. a multi-year contract with ESPN to extend their presence on the network. Dude, that's freaking cool. Yeah, did you read the subtext? It said it's going to it's gonna bump all the NFL games next year. <laughs> I'm joking. That's yeah, not that's true. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But <laughs> no, that's, that's cool, though. I mean... I think that the ACL is doing a great job, especially behind the scenes, trying to grow the sport. Oh, absolutely. And the reason it's growing, despite what people think of how ridiculous it is that Cornhole's on ESPN, it's it, people are watching it, man. Yeah, it people is People are watching it. Every time I go somewhere, if I'm wearing something Cornhole-related, people are like, yeah, you know, I was flipping through the channels. I, you know they have Cornhole on ESPN? I'm like, yeah, you know, like I know some of the people, and they're in my Monday league. <laughs> and again, I don't tell them that I'm not in the same division. You I just let them to. think. You do not have okay, to. Okay, I just let them think that. But no, I think that's really cool. So shout out to ACL. Thank you for growing the sport. We're fortunate enough to play with one of like the national directors with Dave. Um, every Monday, so we know how much work you guys put in, and it's awesome. Yeah, so you thank guys you. do a bang-up job. Every one awesome. one little um, correction that Dave actually sent me mm-hmm. after he listened to our episode three. Um, we had we were talking about Dane's possibly going to Florida last episode. He did not mean that the national tournament started yes, January twenty fourth. Yeah. He meant that he would be getting down there and he would be there for the week. And he knows that it starts that first week in February. Yeah, that just, first weekend know, in February. So work through me some dates that just day, to correct just everyone, just so we're all on the same up. page. So yeah, we did. Uh, we did. Uh, we should have probably. Uh, Fix that. I, I didn't expect this to be a Bash Dane episode, but uh, apparently it's uh, it's starting to. But so, you know, nothing makes me happier than uh, sipping on my Elvis juice. So you know, once again, shout out to Brewdog Elvis Juice, guys. Check it out. It is a fantastic beer. It's for all beer drinkers. If you like IPAs, it's fantastic. If you don't like those hoppy beers, well, that grapefruit just pops it right out of there. So for sure, for sure, sip on it. And uh, shameless plug time. Indeed, indeed. If you like what you're hearing, all right, and we again, we greatly appreciate all the support so far. Give us a follow on Twitter, like our page on Facebook. If you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Big Asp Cornhole, and then um, on Facebook, Dane, it's a Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. And we love the interaction. Send us, uh, shoot me a, uh, messages on Facebook, tweet things, retweet things, whatever. Uh, How about this? I love if it. you're if you're listening, we're talking about bag arsenals. Show us a picture of your bag arsenals. All right, so we can we can throw it to to our wives and show them that we don't own that many. We will give a shout out to the top three bag arsenals next episode. Heck How yeah. about that? I think that would be yeah, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, so if you shoot it. us either a Facebook message or post it to our page or something like that, we're gonna shout out the three most impressive bag arsenals out there. And uh, you know, and then when you send us a picture, just let us know what your maybe like your top three bags are. Yeah, just um, good. I'm just interested to see who else is as big of an addict as I am. 
I know some people p- pictures I've seen like they have like 20, 30 sets of bags. Oh, yeah. I think I'm up to 12. Yeah, like that, I mean, I'm, right around there. I think I'm only at six right now, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they're a good six, thanks. all right. So again, thank you for all the support so far. Um, again, on Twitter, it's at Big Asp Cornhole, and then on Facebook, it's, it's Big Ass Cornhole Podcast for sure. Now, uh, stay tuned. All right, we're going to be joined by the Dragon Bag Rep Reggie Reichs out of Iowa. He is a member of the 319 Cornhole Club out there. So. Uh, Stick with us, and uh, as always, we hope you throw it straight, and it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later. Back to the interview on the Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. My name is Sean, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Dane. Yes, I'm sitting directly next to him. It's pretty cozy. Um, we are we are with Reggie Rice. He is a cornhole enthusiast and a Dragon Bags rep out of Iowa. So, uh, Reggie, thanks for joining us. Uh, glad you could be part of the show. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. So, uh, Reggie, we want to kind of get into first. Um, you know, first, tell us a little bit. How did you get involved in Cornell? Um, I think I, I, with I kind of did it just like the masses do. You know, we we started, you know, tailgate and uh, camping. You know, backyard barbecue stuff. You know, throwing duck and corn and. You know, throwing on heavy two by four boards with, you know, probably weighed about 40 or 50 pounds a piece. Um, and work out. Yeah, you, you start seeing some of this other stuff that uh, that comes up. And um, I decided to build myself a set. And it uh, kind of like most other people's stories, it just kind of grew from there. So when did you first realize that you're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, I, I want to kind of, you know, go forward with this. Um. I think when I started to correlate uh, me pitching softball, me throwing bowling balls, um, that's the same darn motion. So um, I might as well just, um, if if you're pretty solid at those, you're going to be pretty solid at playing bags. For sure, for sure. Now don't tell Sean that because he's, you know, he's a pretty damn good cornhole player, but, man, he sucks at bowling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, a, not a good bowler. I'm not a good bowler. So, um, so you play out of Iowa. Yeah. Is it is it growing pretty big out of there? Yeah, we've actually got we got quite a quite a, a strong nucleus. Our our advanced division here is uh has really grown. We've taken a lot of our competitive players um a year, year and a half, probably about almost two years ago. I was I was that that upper competitive guy. I was kind of on that line and I'm strictly like a lot of people, if you want to get better, you gotta play the best. And so um there's there's quite quite a nucleus around here. We got a couple other smaller groups that um, that are growing as well. Um, obviously, we don't have quite the population in the smaller areas like like a lot of crews do. But um, so we got to do, do a little bit of traveling to get um, like gigantic numbers. But we definitely uh, we definitely have a, a lot of tough names um, that are a, kind of a pain in the ass to deal with when it comes to uh, getting on the boards. So. Now you yourself, um, you're not you're not a professional player for say, right? Correct. Only in my dreams. <laughs> okay. You play primarily advanced, though, correct? Yes. And I've seen some of your matches that you post on Facebook recently. You're yeah. a hell of a player. Okay, so yeah. I, I would only assume that you're advanced or you were sandbagging or something, but yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, you're definitely a solid player. Um, so I mean, so you compete in local regionals, uh, local tournaments, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, we'll do. Uh, there's a couple local blind draws during the week um that are um mo- for the most part within about an hour's drive 
And then um, every other weekend, usually there's there's some sort of ACL um, regional or um, local tournament that'll be run on the weekend by a different director. So um, just a little bit of traveling here and there. And then, you know, there's a couple other bars here, like near Cedar Rapids, which is where a lot of the 319 is based out of. Um, they'll, they'll run smaller tournaments on the weekends as well. And we're trying, we're, we're finding these areas that, that allow us to get into the facility and they're starting to realize how much you can make without charging, you know, like a rental fee. Hey, we're going to, we're going to, we got a good number of people that like to drink some beer. I was going to say, you offer, you offer three, $4 beers and we come blocking, man. It's crazy. Put it down for sure. For sure. Um, so are you, do you, do you like doubles, singles? Like, what do you find yourself? Like, what do you like the best? Um, absolutely every part of it. Uh, if you, I've kind of been a, a free agent. I haven't really okay. got you haven't locked on yet. You haven't found a bestie. Well, I got a lot, we got a lot of good friends. We got a lot of good throwers around here. And sometimes it's, it's kind of a, a little carousel between, you know, three, four, five, six guys. And, um, it's going to happen here soon. I got a feeling I'm going to find that guy. We're just, it's going to click and it's going to, it's going to start rolling, but you should, you should uh, make it Valentine's day. <laughs> Valentine, you know, make it a really formal thing. You're happy with me on that one. So I'm, I'm just impressed that you're allowed out of the house as often as you are. Cause like, I'm lucky if I get out of the house once a week. So like my Monday league is about like, that's it. And if I'm not allowed out like on a Saturday, it's like a big deal. <laughs> so, like occasionally my wife will go visit her uh, her family in pittsburgh which is about two hours away so i get like kind of like a hall pass oh, I like i play as many things as i can that doesn't happen very often so i'm very jealous of you throw to your arm off yeah so i'm going to uh live vicariously through you a little bit here <laughs> all right sounds good man for sure so um you're a dragon bags rep correct yeah and you're a sponsored player by dragon bags correct yep so just walk us through a little bit. How did you become affiliated with them? All right. So I'll try and tell the shortened version, like everybody says. Um, you got nothing but time, man. I have to go uh, home after this, so we're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm at home, so I just need to go to bed. Long walk for you. Oh, yeah. So I guess I could say how it all got started would be a year ago coming up here in February. Um we went to a tournament, a good number of us, 319 Cornhole members, we went up to Grand Falls Resort and Casino, which is in the northwest corner of Iowa. It's like five hours from Cedar Rapids. And um, I didn't have a partner to play with, free agent, okay. and uh, messaged the guys that are running that, and those the the southwest Minnesota Cornhole crew, and those guys are absolutely awesome mankato area cornhole it's a lot of the the same people they absolutely kick ass at running tournaments okay. um everything is smooth and quick flowing so besides that um they said that they got a guy lined up that would throw with so they did uh we did some pool play and the guy's throwing razor sharps and i had never even heard a razor but at this time i'm throwing bg controls and i'm thinking i'm you know i'm the cat's ass okay no the razor sharps are those like those are like the og razor the razors correct that's that's Maddie King. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yep. And I didn't have a clue who the hell Maddie King was. I didn't even know who made the bags. So okay. the guy I'm throwing with, he's got he's got this uh, this blue set of razor sharps that you can tell they stunk like beer and cigarettes. Beautiful. Got a bag. But I tell you what, man, those things just found the whole. So it, it was unreal how 
how many bags just kept going right in there. I'm like, this is freaking awesome. I'm th- I don't think I'm throwing the right stuff. So I actually went up to the guy who was running the tournament and he said that he had four sets of them on the way that his son picked up out of the mailbox. They were still cold when they got them there. I handed him right. 50 bucks cash. As soon as they got there, I had first pick of the litter. And so I grabbed purple ones cause I'm a diehard Vikings fan. There you go. And Sad to say. Anyway. Uh, well, hey, uh, listen, we're Cleveland yeah, fans, so you have nothing fans, to apologize so. about. So, yeah, <laughs> Baker, Baker, money maker. <laughs> um, so I got those after we threw our, our pool play and doubles on Saturday, and then Sunday was singles. And I I fared very well, much better than what I had planned on. And I, I have to attribute a lot of that to the bag, um, just how true that it played. And so I started um, doing a little bit more digging and finding things out and getting on Facebook and um, just trying to figure out who the hell makes these and where they're coming from. Cause I just kind of like to know that stuff. And uh, a couple within about a month or six weeks, um, I got in contact with Maddie King and I, I ordered uh, another two sets of bags from him. And before you know it, I got like seven or eight sets of razor bags. And he goes, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try, <laughs> this. I'm going to run this by you. He goes, um, I've got, uh, I've got a new line of bags coming out and they're called dragon. So I'm thinking D R A G O N, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously that's not correct. It's drag in G G I N. And, uh, so I'm like, hell yeah. I mean, this stuff is good. So this, you know, it's gotta be even better. And then he sells razor to Kip Leach there in Arizona. Yep. So, so Kip, Kip takes over all that and Maddie's strictly dragon bags. And, um, I've been, throwing dragon bags ever since um i don't know trying to think of the last set that i bought that wasn't a dragon bag um honestly i don't know i don't know if they might have been like a bg uh magic let's step back just for one second so before you fell in love with these uh the razor spears right the og razors what were you primarily throwing before then um that would have been bg control bg slickster and um I started to get into the double go bag. I think it was the the BG, wasn't the checkmate, the clutch. clutch? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do, I'm, a, I'm a clutch fan. Yep. One of my favorites. Yes. Um, and that's that was primarily what I was throwing at that point in time. And then um, then this just completely opened my eyes. Now that was the razor sharp that I was throwing as a complete stick and go bag. But I got so dialed in with the with the go side, just throw it a little bit higher and you get a corner to hang and that thing would just slink right in the hole. So I'm like, yes, I'm in on this. So if I put everyone so, in the hole, it's going to be tough for that guy to score. Oh, so that's exactly it. how we think about it. So, all right. So you get your first set of dragon bags, which, uh, which series were they? Um, this was before they had, they went through all this, the series name stuff where you had to have it on the bag. Okay. So it was what he called the bite series, but it didn't have that on it. Um, it was just a straight eyeball with a suede on the one side and the eyeball on the other. It didn't have a series name, nothing on it. Just said dragon bags on it in the corner. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know where they're still located. I know. I remember who I gave them to to use them for a for a backyard set. So okay. <laughs> uh, I got a couple sets of those out there um, that a guy has, and then um, then he told me that he's going to have. A, a couple different lines of the bags coming out. And I said, I want one of every one of them. Well, I know me and you met because uh, we had mentioned that I had a set of dragon bag infernos coming up. 
and you reached out to me uh, on Facebook and you said that I was going to love them. There, um, you kind of showed me a speed test with, I think it was an all slide. Yes. So very similar speed wise. And I like, a, I like a faster bag. So I think I'm really going to like them, but I've heard nothing but good things about basically every bag that comes out of dragon. Yeah. And everything that he pretty much that Maddie King ever comes out with is seems like it's successful. So I'm ex- I can't, I mean, I can't wait to throw them. Yeah, you're gonna, it's gonna it's gonna completely change your world. Um, I once I got these infernos in my hand and um, started throwing them a little more, and and that was that set. I didn't really toy with you know too much breaking. I just threw the damn things. Um, but once they started breaking in, it was you know the the fast side of that inferno is the exact same exact same thing as the old side of the razor sharp that I fell in love with the first razor bag that I threw that Maddie made. So they're coming out of the same damn house and now <laughs> I understand but this one doesn't have a stop side. It's just got a little bit slower. Yeah, so yeah. um you know the the little bit slower side of the of the inferno bag. Um it would be kind of equivalent to like a, a slide right fast side speed, but okay, that is considered yeah. slow of the inferno. And then the razor sharp, which is, it's got a little, not quite game changer fast, but pretty damn close. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, I think personally, just the look of all of his bags, they're, they're freaking sweet. Oh, yeah. I He's mean, they're seriously, anywhere you go, I mean, people see you throwing those. And that's why I'm excited to get them here because pretty much, uh, there, oh, yeah. he's, he's flashing he's up, flashing up yeah. on Skype. So thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, I think no one around here really throws them, so I'm excited just to bring them out because I know that's gonna it's gonna bring up questions, and that's why I wanted to have you on and kind of kind of talk about them because again, they're I guess it's kind of a newer company, a bad company that's coming up. They're not quite as well known, but I, nothing but good things I've been hearing about them. So I, I think I, I again I have an ordering problem, so I went on order to set, and then right after that, he released that he was coming out with the DNA bags. Yeah. I think it was like the next day. I'm like, dude, like, why are you doing this to me, man? And Maddie reached out to me and even asked, he's like, do you want the Infernos and the DNAs? I'm like, dude, oh my God. <laughs> no, I, I know. But I, I held off. I, I felt like my wife was just like, she knew what I was talking with somebody about on Facebook. So she, so I said, no, but that's, that's going to be my next set. I got, I got to try them out. I love the description. It's supposed to be a carpet and slick side type bag, correct? Yes. Yeah, so the, the, the DNA fast side is equivalent to the the slow side of the Inferno. Okay. Okay. And then the slower side is not very much slower than the fast side. It's um you know the pro advantage sometimes it didn't really have a lot of speed speed Correct. differentiation there. Um they're they're pretty equivalent, but this bag is it's not ACL approved yet for this year. Correct, yeah. It will be for the next ACL season. I think that starts August, September-ish, right? Yeah, right around there. But this bag broken in is ungodly friendly. Um, It's there's a comfort level throwing this thing that I don't know if I've ever felt. It's the most true playing. And if you throw a pretty decently flat bag, it's gonna it's gonna flatten out nice and it lands almost soft as a pillow. You know, you can you can't hear it a lot. It's it's just he stumbled upon something, and it's it's going to take a lot of people by surprise here next year. I mean, again, it's a sweet looking bag. Yeah, it might be the coolest bag I've seen out. Yeah, like, I mean, just and just awesome like nothing custom about it. I mean, just the normal looking bag is just unbelievable. Yeah, he's uh he does a lot of I, he's this whole dragon stuff. He's um 
you know, everybody's kind of got their things that they're into. And like I myself, you know, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I've haven't watched a single episode because I don't have enough. I don't give myself enough time. But well, you're playing cornhole. Uh, you're allowed out of the house. So too much cornhole outside, building boards and that sort of thing. I so, um, but he's he's got his he's got a nice nice niche carved out for himself. You know, he makes every single bag by hand by himself. So. You know, yes, it would be nice to have all this stuff just stacked up on the shelves, ready to go, just throwing the box and away it's you know out the door it goes. You know, he's he's cutting, he's sewing, he's filling, he's weighing, he's doing all of that by himself. So, like if people d- decide that they want to order some bags from him, a little bit of patience. Like he's oh, yeah. he's they don't call him the bag scientist for nothing. This stuff is this stuff is really good. There's a lot of thought put into it. And it's it's worth the wait. If you got to wait two, maybe sometimes two and a half, maybe three weeks, I promise you it's worth the wait. That's what everyone keeps telling me. So, I mean, I, I'm more than happy to wait. I have plenty of other bags right yeah. now that I can still throw. He's just impatient by nature. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he'll get over it. It's not even impatient. I'm just excited because I keep hearing all these good things about it. So I, I just I just selfishly you just want to throw it. Chopping at the bit. I mean, I'm going to have to go out to Iowa because you have a whole stack of them or something. So, I <laughs> so, Reggie, when you're at a tournament, how do you typically decide which bag you're going to throw, whether it's the DNA or, you know, the bites or the Inferno? Is it just board conditions, how you're feeling that day? Or, you know, like, do you, what's your natural throw type? Like, what, what, what would you say? Um, I would say a lot of the times I've been gravitating towards the Inferno every every damn time. It's It's hard to put that down when it's goes towards the hole and if i could throw the 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 dnas i would but acl competition obviously not not good to go on that yet but um it's the infernos almost every darn time uh they nobody else i guess i can't say that now i've been i've been talking a little bit here around the area and i'm starting to see a few sets of infernos flying around so i can hopefully i can uh stay ahead of stay ahead of doing your job then yes um, but a lot of times work conditions, the, you know, I, you just decide if you're going to play the slower side or the quicker side of this bag, uh, it's gotten so broken in that, you know, you get a corner to hang on either side and it's just a little nudge sometimes is all it's going to take or just a board hit and the thing's falling in. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Hey Reggie, we really appreciate uh, you coming on the show. Do you have anyone you want to shout out? Um, well, first off, I got to shout out Matty King. This guy, he's he's an absolute whiz when it comes to this stuff. Um, it's it's ignited a little bit of a different fire um, into, you know, take a, a dragon bag. And every time you go to the the board, somebody's like, w- what kind of bags are those? Like, I've never seen those before. And then, you know, game changers. I'm sorry. This is just a personal preference. I cannot, will not. I'm anti game changer, but I love kicking their ass with these things, man. I love. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. There you go. And yep. uh, today was. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the the Dogcast podcast today, but they uh, they mentioned you as well. So I thought it was kind of odd that you know they mentioned you and then you we were already interviewing. So I shot them a message on Facebook saying, "Hey, you know, I swear <laughs> to God, we're not stealing your ideas, but you know, we had already planned on having them on our show. So you don't have to go yeah. listen to." It. Um, I guess a, a couple other shout outs. Uh, we got a couple. Um, they're not ACL pros, but they're they're two of the top players in our state, and I don't think anybody is going to argue that. That would be uh, Stu Girls and Tony Sundstrom. Um, they are headed down to Florida for the national next weekend. Um, they are they're 
game changer or all slide or sometimes even slide right get back into that stick and go airmail game stuff um they are they're extremely tough competition um i don't i'm almost for positive they're probably going to play in the upper advanced stuff uh they're they're extremely tough i've never beaten either one of them i've come close a couple times but there's a lot of people in this area that can that can say the same darn thing you know we haven't beat them but we're close and you know competition is getting better so shout out to those guys for um going down there and representing the 319 for us and um trying to think of anybody else uh there's a guy named brian ash he is our local acl director here who runs most of our our big weekend tournaments the regionals and he travels to nebraska and kansas city and he um meet or works with uh mark isley doing some of the bigger tournaments uh that way so shout out to ash um for always running top-notch tournaments he's he's a great guy um like most almost everybody that is in this in this little crew everyone is is great people around here everyone everyone's respectful so he's uh he does a lot for the game he built 200 sets of boards himself last year plus running all these tournaments and working a full-time job so the dude's nuts lives on red bull three hours of sleep sort of guy so big shout out to to brian ash and um uh i guess i gotta i gotta mention ben and lucas because they're like we know you're gonna be on there today because you told us so you better make (laughs) ben and lucas here you go fellas so um other than that you know every other yeah other people that are listening to this they're they're gonna be really pumped (laughs) yeah all, all all the other 319 members um we're we're putting ourselves on the map when it comes to some some of this competition we're getting tough and uh, we're you're going to start seeing some some newer jerseys coming out and uh, representation uh, from Eastern Iowa here. So well, awesome. Well, if any of you guys or if you yourself or any of the 319 members come to Cleveland for the national, come find us. We're going to try to do a live show from the from the national event here. So uh, tell them to come check us out. I don't know if you yourself are going or making it up. Um, I think I think Lucas and his partner uh, might be heading out that way. So if you. Okay. If I'll, I'll chat with him and maybe you and Luke ask and hang out for, for a couple beers. Oh yeah. So, we will certainly we'll show them our town. So yeah, tell them to come find us. We're more than happy. And, uh, Be ready to well, laugh. you know, Reggie, thanks again for having, uh, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. You are, uh, thanks for the patience. You are our first, uh, out of town guest. So we greatly appreciate it. Hey, no problem guys. I appreciate the time and, uh, keep doing what you're doing. This is, uh, this is great stuff to listen to. And there's times where, I get sick and tired of listening to live radio, so I'll flip back over and listen to some stuff that I've already listened to from you guys and Dogcast. So keep kicking ass out there in Cleveland, all right? We appreciate, appreciate it, man. it, man. Thank you. All right, we'll catch you later, bud.